holidays everybody thank you everybody for being here i'm davi crimmins davi the scapegoat we're calling this a crimmins premise is cairo still here because cairo cairo is famous for his i am here i mean his cooking and his baking skills and i actually got in a fight with you one time i was like you did not make that and you were like yes i did there's a, a lie detector test involved and i was a real B word about it, <laughs> but I know <laughs> that this guy can bake. I know that he can cook things. I know that they're delicious. I'm here to apologize and also beg you to give us one of your amazing Christmas recipes. I heard you got a great Christmas tree shaped cookie meringue recipe going on. Um, I did, but oh. uh, had had some technical difficulties in the kitchen. Oh, that's um, oh, wow. Which was which was really Walmart was out of everything. No, I'm going to show you guys how to make, um, it's a recipe I've made for a long time. Everyone loves cheesecake this uh-huh. time of year at the holidays. And this is my favorite cheesecake recipe. Super easy. You're not going to have to make separate things and everything. Plus, it's so easy, but it comes out, it looks so fancy. And you can just kind of turn up your nose at everybody because, oh, sorry. Uh- <laughs> so, so, sorry, I've balanced stuff in the kitchen. It's a small kitchen. That sounded um, like fireworks yeah, from my neighborhood. It's a crazy neighborhood. But um, <laughs> so you've got New York style, you've got some, you know, I've heard of Italian, you've heard of all styles of, but this is a Spanish kind of French Basque style cheesecake. And Basque it's really style. easy. All right. Yeah, it's super thick. All you're going to need, it's only like, like from five ingredients. Mm-hmm. Five ingredients? I like that. All it is is five ingredients. You're, the only really technical step is it works a little bit better if everything is a little bit more room temperature. So just leave it out 30, 40 minutes before you start cooking. Nothing okay. crazy, but you just don't want it super cold. And then you want a food processor or maybe you can get it by with um, larger blenders, but really a food processor is going to work better because you want it to be super thick and creamy and you don't want it to be super whipped up so if you use like if you use a stand mixer it's going to whip it up so i've already got like the ingredients this is seven stand large eggs not not hang on hang on davi it's a stand mixer not a sand mixer so not a sand Sand mixer mixer. not a sand Sand mixer mixer. okay so i thought you had like one of those things at home depot when you need paint mix it's like what do you (laughs) Um, so the, mixer, pull the truck up around back and throw the cheesecake in it. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the first of your five ingredients is going to be eggs. Uh, this I'm making a larger one. So I've got seven eggs. But if you were making like a smaller, like a seven inch spring form pan, I would use three to four, depending on the size of your eggs. Okay. And then next seven eggs. And then I've got two cups of granulated just sugar. Are you writing this down, Dottie? I am. Okay. (laughs) I want to try to make this. Two cups of sugar. These are the only two ingredients you're going to put in the food processor at first because you want to be able to kind of fluff up those eggs and process the eggs and the sugar without 
over whipping your whipped cream and your heavy cream. Two cups plus your eggs. And I would process it for 30, 45 seconds. That's it. I'm going to mute myself because this will probably be very loud. Wait, you're doing all this right now. Okay. <laughs> cool. Go for it. How long Yo. does this go in the oven, man? <laughs> yes. Probably about 45 with a, one this size, 45 to right, 54 well, we're, minutes. We're with you for the long haul. We'll watch that. Oh, I've, I've got, I've got. I've got one to show you. I've got one to show you. I made one earlier. I, okay. I was, yeah. It's a little cook. It's a cooking show secret. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm going to pop it in the oven. And then as soon as I close the oven, I'm going to turn around and have one. What do you do with the rest of the sugar and eggs that you're just fucking up? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm going to make this large cheesecake. And then I'm, I've already got a smaller one. I think okay. my girlfriend's hey. coming over and she's like, sorry to remove the curtain from the cooking yeah, show. Yeah, you need to calm so. down. It's like, they're so good at baking that they can cook, they can make them in like 30 seconds. But it's a secret TV trick where they already well, have them pre-done. Martha Stewart might actually just be that good at baking. That's honestly, so, I yeah. think God has touched her. I think God <laughs> touched her and Jesus. I think she is blessed. Cairo is processing for 30 to 45 seconds his sugar and seven eggs. And I just want to thank you guys again for joining us tonight for the Crimmins Crimis Carols. Uh, I thought we were going to have carols and cookies, but instead we have carols and cheesecake, which is pretty even better. You know what I mean? Like cheesecake I'm, is my favorite thing. What is Christmas without cheesecake? <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah, so, I, yeah I'm sorry. I, I just went to Walmart last second and they didn't have some of the ingredients I needed. I was like, my Walmart never has anything. Why do I keep shopping here? But I love it. Um, so the other interesting thing about this cheesecake recipe that I love, it can be made gluten-free. Super easy. You're not going to be able to tell. When you ever you make a cheesecake with a crust, you can tell. You, you know, you can kind of tell, hey, we're using gluten-free graham crackers or animal crackers or, or what, a gluten-free crust. But this one, because you're using a little bit of flour. We're only using half a cup of flour. You can use a gluten-free flour. My favorite, I've made this recipe a million times. My favorite brand, because all the gluten-free flours are different for some reason, is Krusty's uh, or Betty Crocker makes one or Pillsbury makes a gluten-free. So, okay. And you've tried it before, so you know, like I've baked with gluten-free crust before and mm -hmm. it just, that pie turned into a soup real fast. This one, this one works. I, I, I make the gluten free all the time. I've got some okay. family members that can't eat gluten um, for some reason. And for some reason. <laughs> but it's only using half a cup and it hydrates nicely. So you're not going, it's not going to be very gritty or you're not going to have those issues. You're so I could try you it with uh, cauliflower. Why? Stop it. No. Shut up. That's silly. <laughs> so once you, once you cream the eggs and the sugar, you're just going to dump in half a cup of flour. Um, if you're not gluten-free, you can just be all-purpose flour. You're going to use a cup of heavy whipping cream. Okay. Of course, it's a cheesecake, so you've got a lot of cream cheese going into one of these. It is I, two pounds works, but I always put whatever cream cheese I have extra as well. It isn't going to hurt. Two to two and a half pounds cream cheese. You don't have to be super... Just accurate with this recipe. Two and a half pounds. A, a, an average package of cream cheese is eight ounces. So you're using like four, four. packages of cream cheese. Yep. You said pounds. Yep. Yeah. So then you're just going to process it again. 
Um, it's best to kind of just pulse it a couple times to chop up like the cream cheese. And then you're just gonna process it for about a minute. And then here's the, the biggest like kind of hurdle with a recipe like this, because you don't have a crust, because you're baking it in an oven, it's going to want to stick to the sides of your springform pan and you don't want to spray it with nonstick. The easiest way is to just line it with parchment paper. Mm. And the way you do that is you just crumple up a ball of pump parchment paper, get a big one, and then lay it down and just kind of scrunch it in. It doesn't have to be perfect. Mine isn't perfect. You know, you'll see edges folded and everything. You'll what process perfection here. <laughs> no, I love this recipe because it doesn't require perfection. It drives yeah. me nuts when baking recipes, everything has to be perfect. So then once you process it for about a minute, minute and a half, two minutes, you can't really, you're not really going to over-process it unless you go way over two minutes. You pour it into your, your pan. This is a nine inch pan. Um, and then you're going to put it, I got a brand new oven, so I kind of want to show it off. <laughs> Um, so you're going to put it in the oven 425 with uh -huh. a nine inch cheesecake. You're going to put it in there for about anywhere from 45 to 54 minutes. Ovens vary a whole lot. You'll just want to watch the top of your cheesecake. And at the end, it's going to look something like this Ooh. in the pan. Sarah Beach says that cheesecake shrinks in the oven. Is that like a is that like a wiener cold water thing? Like when you put it when you put it in the oven, does it actually shrink or is she making a joke? I really want to know. Is this science? <laughs> um it doesn't shrink. It'll shrink once it starts to cool a little bit. So okay. when I pulled this one out of the oven, it's kind of right at the top here. But when you pull it out, it's gonna sink back down. Um, you can go as dark as you want on a cheesecake like this. Even if it's burnt, it's so rich that you're going to, that bitter taste is, is, is sometimes welcome in a cheesecake like this. Okay, a bitter taste. So it's, it is really hard to, to, to mess up. And then it's super easy. All you're going to do is lift up the cheesecake out of the springform pan. Once it's cool, you can serve it warm, you can serve it cold, you can serve it any way. And then you're just going to take a chef's knife and slice it. Beautiful. I don't know if I've had warm cheesecake before. Yeah, we gotta wait for it to cool, right? Mm. Or it'll be warm. Um, you, I would wait like if you wait thirty minutes, you're good. Okay, all right. And cool. the, especially with especially with one this size, but um, if you wait an hour, but if it's warm, don't be afraid to eat this cheesecake warm or even at room temperature. Okay, all it's right. Good. good, and know. it can be gluten free. <laughs> I hate gluten-free baking so much, but this one is actually easy. Yeah, it's actually, you know, and it's nice if you're having a lot of people over for the holidays to have two options. I know that sounds like a lot of work, but it's generally there's going to be somebody that's like, I wish I could, but I'm bleh. You know, like I'm not eating this. I'm not doing this right now. I'm not blah, blah, blah. I'm, so, I'm, I'm that guy. I have a peanut that allergy. Not allergy. Not so, allergy. You know, watch yeah. your words, yeah. lady. Well, no, I mean like. It's nice to make too, but then sometimes it's not nice. Like uh, I don't want it, anybody it, to make anything special for me. That's the thing. I'm like, I'm, I'm, if it's if I can't eat it, then I'm just not going to eat it. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything about it. There was this one thing called Seven Up Salad that my mom always made. I don't know if anybody knows what that is. 
some people go, what, what the heck are you talking seven about? Up salad. It's called seven up salad. But some people I have found out by telling them some of the ingredients, everybody goes, oh, you mean Watergate salad? And it's I'm like, kind of like a Watergate, Watergate salad. That's like what Nixon did. Like, I don't know anything I'm not about sure that, why it's but called a Watergate I don't salad. know why they call it Watergate salad, but some people have called it that. So it's like a bowl of thing. green jelly. And it's a bowl of green jelly, but it has like nuts and craziness in it. Nuts, and it's, yeah. yeah. So like when I was a kid, it was just the brightest color at the Thanksgiving and Christmas table. Like it was bright green. And, you know, as a kid, I was like, I love that. You so my mom was like, Davi loves it. So every year she would just <laughs> onto my plate, just like making it rain, seven up salad. And every year I would, because mm, I'd try to be the good kid that ate everything to show up my siblings, you know? And then it's, uh, you know, years later, 20 years later, we're still doing the holidays. I introduced her to my new boyfriend at the time, Blair, and she finds out that he's allergic to nuts. So that year for Thanksgiving and for Christmas. So we had so many pounds of this in our fridge all right so that year for thanksgiving and christmas i was we were driving and you know when you gotta like tell your friend ahead of time like hey this friend is gonna be there and they're kind of weird but just a heads up you know like whatever so we're on our, our way to my mom's house and i'm like hey heads up this thing called seven up salad is gonna be there she's just she is just like not fun to look at but uh my mom <laughs> thinks i love her so I have to keep eating her. So don't judge me. Um, so like we get there and I'm like, you know, scooping. And I'm like, it's good, mom. And I'm like, just be lucky that it's got nuts in it. And you cannot be a part of this party, you know? And Blair goes, oh, shucks. I can't have any of the seven up salad. And my mom goes, actually, I made a whole second casserole dish with no nuts. She just pulls it like a magician out of her sleeve just for Blair. So then we have like 30 some people in our family and no one will touch it. So Blair and I took home two whole casseroles, one nutless and one with nuts of this seven up green, just pounds and pounds of it. We were carrying it out of Kroger bags. And Tupperware's like so heavy. And we were like, are we moving today? What are we carrying? It's just seven. Oh, we're going to take it all home. Absolutely. But my favorite part of that was when they presented it to me, your aunt slapped me on the back and was like, take one for the team. Yep. My aunt Liz, she she knew, she, she's better at picking up the faces than my mom is. (laughs) <laughs> my mom doesn't pick up that stuff but thank you for the um somebody called it cooking with cairo which i i love it's adorable we, we want to do more digital parties in the future and a lot of people in the fan club and all of our members our generous members of the scapegoat fan club have requested more live shows more digital parties so that we would like to do more of that so maybe Let's we'll have more another cooking with cairo in the future you guys let me know what you would like him to make and heck I actually asked Cairo if he could show me how to make what are those weird little cookies? Oh, macarons. Macarons. Yeah, I was like, you said you can make those, and I'm actually like, I get mad at them because I think they're overrated, but I also really want to learn how to make them because they're very pleasing to look at. You know, like I'm like they they look so beautiful that you bite into one and you're like, these are so small, and they're like, (laughs) oh, but they're so delicate, and you're like. 
And I just want more cookie. It's the delicateness <laughs> of it all, I guess. But yeah, it's you're gonna sponge cookie. You're gonna show me how to bake those one day, and we'll do this again. And then uh, you'll be vindicated because nobody thought that you made those. Nobody, everybody when you brought them on. No the show. one believed in you, Cairo. Yeah. <laughs> Not a one of us. <laughs> and I want to tell you, like these ingredients are legit, and I'm gonna try to make this cheesecake. It's probably gonna be a nightmare before Christmas. And then one day we're gonna get together with our little aprons on. And we're going to be cooking pies and macarons in the in the kitchen. All right. That's going to happen. All right. Um, my place is always open because uh, I don't lock the door very often. No, I know you don't. Yeah. I can just be wandering down the highway and you'll pick me up. Be like, want to bake? <laughs> the, the, the other day, someone just, um, it was actually a maintenance guy, but he just like kind of walked in and I like walked out into the living room and I like saw him. I was like, hey, man. And he's like, oh, hey. And I was like, didn't know you were in here. I'm glad I'm wearing pants. <laughs> That's always awkward. If you leave your door unlocked, you should probably keep pants on most of the time. Yep. No, oh, they shouldn't be wandering in there if they don't want to see butts and bowels. Well, I'm just being honest. Well, he was like, sounds, sounds like you're in, sounds like you're inviting a little bit of <laughs> exhibitionism. It's a little bit. It's fine. There's there's always craziness over here. We've got the the wall cats. We've got the possum and everything. It's a a bit of a situation and bitey how's bitey uh bitey's doing good bitey's behind me um okay. sleeping I but i, I haven't seen any updates in a while and i was like please don't tell me i just brought up something sad <laughs> oh no 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 bitey bitey is doing great and you had a There's... wall cat for a while did the wall cat get out no actually the wall cats are the newest member of the of my mom's family i adopted the two little baby wall cats they were just two little kittens that lived in my wall. Um, There's a <laughs> hole in the wall and there was a baby possum that lived in the wall. And I think the wall cats ate the baby possum, but then they took up residence living in the wall. Um, they're very nice. They're very social. Um, they're fantastic. They love my mom. They, they go nuts. The only thing is they, they are very active. They're kittens, so they're already active. And I think just living in the wild and maybe climbing up and down my walls, they are great climbers. They are great jumpers. Yeah. They are insane. You will open the door and you will see a cat hanging on the ceiling fan. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> and you'll be looking around going, I don't know where you jumped from to get yeah. to the ceiling fan. Did you jump from the bed? I'm scared. Pumas. Like, they are tiny pumas and they murdered a whole possum. That's a little terrifying, but um uh, they're super nice to people. They yeah. don't they they don't bite, they don't claw. Um they'll sometimes like bitey will will give someone a dirty look and will raise her hand, but she's never hit anybody even though I could tell she wants to. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for showing us the critters and giving us the update and for the awesome little baking a, a cheesecake episode. We appreciate you. And now everybody will have something fancy to show off to their family when they come over for, for the holidays. I'll make sure to post the, in the, the comments the recipe and the recipe for a little bit smaller of a cheesecake if you don't have as big of a food <laughs> processor. Yeah, so like not seven eggs, but like yeah, because mine mine is fourteen, mine is a fourteen cup processor, so it could handle it. But if you got like an eight or a nine or ten, you're gonna overflow. 
it looks like uh, some, a very helpful um, scapegoat fan club member, Jay Galvin, yeah. put hey. your ingredients and everything. You were a better oh, listener really? than I am, man. They typed a- out the whole thing. <laughs> There's a few things I missed in here, and I love that you typed this out. Brilliant. Thank you, Jay Galvin. We appreciate you guys being here and helping us uh, like facilitate should... this live stream. You're better at this than we are. Yeah, we should copy that and then email it to everybody. Yeah, I'll send oh, it. Oh, wow. Yeah, look at that. I've never seen it written out that way. But mine's written <laughs> on a sticky note. Yeah, you up on the wall. Man, when you said seven, would you say two pounds of cream cheese? I was like, now we're talking. <laughs> yeah, two to, two to two and a half. I think it was. Me and Davi are going to get together and we're going to discover the uh, dairy free recipe. We got the gluten free cheesecake, the dairy free, dairy free, <laughs> gluten free, sugar free. Yeah. Just we're... make it free of everything. So we will let me go ahead and save that so we don't lose it. Because after I like shut down this live stream, that'll go away. But I'll put it. Someone said, Jay Galvin said, put it in the Davi the Scapegoat newsletter. Can you calm down on being so efficient, Jay Galvin? Okay. <laughs> Do you want to manage this box? Seriously, that is a brilliant idea. Thank you for everything. And I'm going to totally put that in the newsletter. That's brilliant. And I'll add a little picture of Cairo. Cairo, send me a picture of you in an apron. The ladies are going to love it. They're going to love it. Oh, man, I'm I'm embarrassed. The only aprons I have were from the station way back in the day when Taylor Swift had apron merch. Well, that works. That's perfect. That's I'll bring one over. I got plenty. Um, people really expected me to be cooking in the kitchen, like in my family. So I got a lot <laughs> of aprons for our wedding. But send us a picture and we'll put that in the newsletter. Thank you guys so much. But I wanted to introduce you guys to another really talented and awesome musician that uh, you'll recognize his bass playing. <laughs> if he was playing bass, you would recognize it from episode 20 of the live at City Winery, Dobby the Scapegoat episode. But yeah. today he's playing banjo and singing us some holiday tunes. And I'm so excited to introduce you to David Tyberg. Thank you for joining us. Hi, hey, thanks for having me. Yes. So now, now I got to play my secondary instrument in front of the boss who does it way better than me. So we'll see how this goes. Maybe I'll just, I'll, 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 you minimize everything me. so i don't have to <laughs> say what calling me the boss not you dobby she's like she's not the boss anymore no david david i have the pleasure of playing of, of him uh playing bass with my band blair kermans the hookers he's very very talented and has a fantastic oh. voice and um uh, thanks for joining us my buddy. pleasure we'll 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 see how the voice holds up today it's a l- little tired but I'll I do know. my best. Yeah, we, always, <laughs> we love all the Crimmins Christmas carols and the Crimmins holiday carols, which is what you're representing today. So take You'll, it away, David. I'm going to do a couple of Hanukkah tunes for y'all. I'm going to do one that's a, li- a little more somber and then one that's fun. This one's called Light One Candle. Light one candle for the Maccabee children With thanks that their lights didn't die Light one candle for the pain they endured When the right to exist was denied Light one candle for the terrible sacrifice Justice and freedom demand And light one candle for the wisdom to know When the peacemaker's time is at hand Don't let the light go out, it's lasted for so many years. Don't let the light go out, let it shine through our hope and our tears. 
light one candle for the strength that we need to never become our own foe and light one candle for those who are suffering pain we learned so long ago light one candle to all we believe in that anger not tear us apart and light one candle to find us together with the peace and the song in our hearts don't let the light go out it's lasted for so many years don't let the light go out let it shine through our love and our tears what is the memory that's valued so highly that we keep it alive in that flame what's the commitment to those who have died that we cry out they've not died in vain we have come this far always believing justice would somehow prevail and this is the burden this is the promise and this is why we will not fail don't let the light go out it's lasted for so many years don't let the light go out let it shine through our hope and our tears don't let the light go out it's lasted for so many years don't let the light go out let it shine through our hope and our tears don't let the light go out don't let the light go out don't let the light go out thank you thank you beautiful thanks so much I'm yeah so a lot you can have different songs from different cultures for the holidays for sure because it's not all about Santa and those wise men, right? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's not all about that. <laughs> all the Hanukkah songs are a little bit more somber. Well, most of them anyway, because we wrote all the happy songs for, for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. All the all the Jewish yeah. Christmas songwriters. Yep. Well, I'm so yep. happy to it's have you here. So many mm -hmm. talented folks in our in our Zoom tonight. Um, you have a sure. tune for us. Yeah, I'm going to do one more. This one is in honor of my postponed latka party. I had some stuff come up. And yeah, that was that, that was disappointing. It we're so yeah. sad. Yeah, that it had to get canceled because I was really looking forward to a latka party. We were yeah, so me too. So hopefully this coming weekend we'll be able to do something. Okay. So this song is about potato latka toppings, which is a widely contested debate amongst my people. Applesauce versus sour cream Applesauce or sour cream It's the choice you're gonna have to make Which to put on your potato cakes Applesauce versus sour cream Applesauce or sour cream Now it's the choice you're gonna have to make Tell your mom to fry, not bake. Now life has many decisions. It moves in all directions. This is just one huge, enormous, big decision you have to make. You have to make it. 
One has fruit and one has milk. If you're lactose intolerant, then take a pill now. It's the choice you're gonna have to make. The grease is starting to coagulate. Your lawyer called, said everything's fine. Potato contracts have been signed, yeah. I think your heart just skipped a beat. You can't wait for your greasy treat. Now life has many decisions. It moves in all directions. This is just one huge, enormous, big decision you have to make. You have to make it. You must decide. La -da -da -da. Yeah, that's a cute one. I've never heard that before. Is it literally called like applesauce or sour cream? Yep. Oh my god, I love that. Okay. That, well, thank that you. That song was that song is originally by a band called the Levies, and I think they're like a side project of one of the dudes from like Guster, I think. And they just made a Hanukkah pop album because there just wasn't a lot of that stuff out there. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's, that's lovely. I'm gonna have to add that to my queue because that's that's hilarious. And you got light one candle and apple saucer sour cream by David Tyberg. And if you could give everybody your handle on social media if you got one, so everybody can see where you are next and any shout outs to any shows you got coming up. Yeah, it's real easy. Uh, all of my socials are just my name, David Tyberg. I'm on all the socials and still even Twitter for the time being. Haha. -ha. Um, and <laughs> A lot of what I'm doing for the rest of this year is I've got an artist in residence gig uh, with MARTA, the local uh, transit system here in Atlanta. You'll catch me at some of the train stations, probably plying my trade. And of course, you'll see me most places where you can find Blair because I'm a hooker too. Yeah, yeah. hooker too. <laughs> we'll be hooking around a lot in, in 2023. Heck yeah, I can't wait. He's generally the one with the uh, what my mom calls the big violin. And mm -hmm. it's it's a stand-up bass, but it goes by many names. Yeah, it's my Linda. Doghouse. Linda bass, calls us the big violin. Stand up. Um, but yeah, my favorite's the bull fiddle. The bull fiddle. That's a serious fiddle. Yeah, but you're you're great on banjo, man. Don't don't. Oh, worry thank about, you. Don't worry about your boss over here More judging you. You guys now. could jam. Yeah, and we do. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for joining us so much, David. And uh, thanks for having me. Follow you on social and check you out. And uh, thanks for entertaining all of our uh, transit riders at the Marta stations. Yeah. That yeah. sounds really awesome. And I love that you're encouraging that and putting some art in such a uh, stagnant place. You know, for sure. <laughs> Thank you so much. And feel right. better. And thanks. we look forward to your live party. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Bye, buddy. Bye. Next on Davi the Scapegoat. I don't think everybody realizes that Davi was actually there at the first Christmas. <laughs> <Ever>. <laughs>
to see the fucking vampire. There were no vampires at the park. Yeah, you were one of the wise men. You was I was not a wise man. <laughs> you, was the, you, was, you, was the, you was the motherfucker that gave him a, what's that? Myrrh. Yeah, you like a myrrh giving. I gave him myrrh. wise men, but there was also a goat there. <laughs> There was a yeah, goat. There was a goat. <laughs> there was a goat. Can I be the goat? Well, this is a debate we need to solve right now because you keep saying I'm a vampire, but you've also said that I am an elf. Here's the thing. You keep wanting me to be correct when I just want to be funny. Okay. It's not about whether or not I'm right. It's hilarious to me, and it's mean, and I like that. All right? That's what everybody wants to be right. I want to be funny and attractive. Those are the two things I've ever wanted to be. <laughs> <laughs>